This program is presented by the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention. Hello, I'm Charlotte Kent, Editor-in-Chief of CDC's Morbidity and Mortality Weekly Report. Thanks for joining me for MMWR's weekly COVID-19 briefing for the week of July 11th. In addition to discussing the latest COVID-19 information, we'll also be covering updates on other important health topics. In this episode, I'll discuss findings from five MMWR reports. The first report highlights the effectiveness of the mRNA vaccine during Omicron predominance. The second report looks at COVID-19 vaccine booster doses among people with weakened immune systems. The third report examines factors associated with severe outcomes among adults with weakened immune systems hospitalized for COVID-19. The fourth report examines county-level social vulnerability and emergency department visits for firearm injuries. The last report highlights rapid diagnostic testing for monkeypox. The Omicron variant of SARS-CoV-2 first appeared in the United States in November 2021 with the initial sublineage BA1, causing the largest surge in COVID-19 cases to date. Omicron sublineages BA2 and BA2.12.1 emerged later. By late April through mid-June 2022, they accounted for most cases of COVID-19. In the first report, experts examined data on emergency department, urgent care visits, and hospitalizations with a COVID-19-like illness to evaluate the effectiveness of a primary series and boosters among healthy adults. Between mid-December 2021 and mid-June 2022, vaccine effectiveness was lower while BA2, BA2.12.2 were circulating than when BA1 was the dominant strain among healthy adults. Among adults aged 50 years and older, vaccine effectiveness against hospitalization was 55% after a third dose and increased to 80% more than a week after the fourth dose. These findings show that the third and fourth COVID-19 vaccine doses offer substantial additional protection during Omicron variant evolution in the spring of 2022. Everyone should stay up to date with recommended COVID-19 vaccinations, including additional booster doses for those who are moderate to severely immunocompromised and adults over 50. People with weakened immune systems are at increased risk for serious illness from COVID-19, including intensive care unit admission and death. CDC recommends that people aged 12 years and older with weakened immune systems complete a three-dose primary mRNA COVID-19 vaccination series, followed by two booster doses. In the United States, during January 12th through March 28, 2022, more than 500,000 people aged 12 years and older received a fourth dose. In the second report, CDC reviewed reports received by the two main safety monitoring systems for COVID-19 vaccination, vSafe and VAERS. Investigators looked at reports for the week after receipt of a first booster dose to characterize the safety of a booster dose among people with weakened immune systems. Data identified no unusual or unexpected patterns of adverse events. Mild to moderate reactions, such as pain where the shot was given, fatigue, headache, and muscle pain, 
following their first booster dose were similar to those among people with healthy immune systems. Serious reactions after the first booster dose were rare. People aged 12 years and older with weakened immune systems should get two booster doses for the best protection against COVID-19. In the third report, investigators analyzed data to assess the link between weakened immune systems, ICU admission, and in-hospital death. Among a sample of more than 22,000 adults hospitalized for COVID-19 during March 2020 through February 2022, one in eight had weakened immune systems. Among both vaccinated and unvaccinated patients, those with weakened immune systems had higher odds of ICU admission and in-hospital death. Using multiple layers of known prevention strategies among people with weakened immune systems is critical to preventing COVID-19. These include non-pharmaceutical interventions and up-to-date vaccination for those at risk and their close contacts, early testing, and COVID-19 prophylactic, Evusheld, and early antiviral treatment. These are especially important when community levels of COVID-19 indicate increased spread and disease severity, such as is occurring in many communities now. Each year, at least 100,000 people in the United States experience a firearm injury. In the fourth report, CDC analyzed county-level data on emergency department visits for firearm injuries to help identify communities disproportionately affected by firearms. During 2018 through 2021, among 10 jurisdictions participating in CDC's Firearm Injury Surveillance Through Emergency Rooms program, counties with higher social vulnerability, including more poverty, higher unemployment, lower incomes, and lower educational levels, experienced higher percentages of emergency department visits for firearm injuries. States and communities can implement evidence-based prevention strategies to reduce the risk of violence. As part of the public health preparedness for infectious disease threats, CDC collaborates with other U.S. public health officials to ensure that the Laboratory Response Network, a network of federal, state, and local public health laboratories, has diagnostic tools to detect orthopox viruses. To effectively respond to a potential orthopox virus outbreak, CDC worked with a laboratory response network to design, develop, and validate an assay to detect non-variola orthopox viruses, such as the monkeypox virus. In the last report, the laboratory response network tested specimens with an FDA-cleared laboratory test when the first suspected case of monkeypox was reported in Massachusetts on May 17, 2022. Since then, these laboratories have identified hundreds of monkeypox cases. To meet increased testing demand, CDC worked with FDA and other partners to update the assay and expand its use to five large commercial laboratories. Increasing national testing capacity from 8,000 to almost 60,000 tests per week. The expansion of laboratory testing will help clinicians diagnose patients with monkeypox, which enables isolation and treatment of patients, administration of vaccines, and other efforts to prevent the spread of disease. Thank you for joining us for this week's briefing.
To stay up to date on the latest MMWR report, go to cdc.gov MMWR and subscribe for free. You can also subscribe to this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, and Google Podcasts. Stay safe and stay well. For the most accurate health information, visit cdc.gov or call 1-800-CDC-INFO.